Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Stephanie Megan, you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. 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 Shit. My headphones, like that, like, hurt my ear. Wow. That did. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. Wait, I'm really far away from it. You can still hear me. Yeah. Okay. How am I? Shit, my bad. Yeah. Perfect. I love that it's just like on your lap in between your thighs. In between the thighs. Is that a song? What? I didn't know it. <laughs> it's probably a song. It was actually this girl on TikTok <gasps> did like a. Caitlin Raps? Yes! <laughs> with with Raps? Yeah, yeah! That is always She's in my like, head. Uh, what did she say? Wait, Something like you're in between them thighs. He's in, or he's who I like to. Right, he's who I like. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting like, I know he's I'm in fine. your face. He's getting side boom. Yes! yes. We're on the same side. I love that song. Me too. Like yeah. it's so. Ca- it will still linger in my head for like days. It's been stuck in my head. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, that's I what I was thinking. Yeah. But I, I'm just comfy here, so here we are. Yeah. We like. I it finished my champagne. Oh, Cammy, are you? Think, gonna, are you? Drunk? Then you need a refill. No. We, we had a whole lot of recording to do. Yeah. Yeah. We're just getting started, y'all. So we're back because everyone had opinions about the last i'm about to roast episode. some of y'all in the comment section let's get started yeah let's get it let's do introductions oh, and then just talk some shit okay <laughs> that's what we're here for do it <laughs> hey guys it's me stephanie megan your host of Rocco therapy and guess what we have the bitches back bitches. we got the twins cammy and Nikki, what's up, y'all? Hello, hello. Hi. And then we have your favorite therapist, sex therapist, <laughs> Danica. I'm back. You're back <laughs> already. And we're am sad. I the drama? I am. I was. I guess I yes. still am. Danica is viral on TikTok. <laughs> viral. Yes. Like Danica's face is everywhere. <laughs> Scary. I think that one TikTok got three million and counting. The right. other TikTok got two million and counting. Yeah, mine's only at two million, but someone stitched ours and is at three million. I was like, "Fuck Bitch, you!" I love yeah. the way he did it. He, he was did. like, was "This sounds like a lot." Should we just play it? Let's just okay. So you guys, we just did an episode, sex therapist, and then I put some clips on TikTok, and Danica shook the internet by saying, "Really." Uneventful news, but right. <laughs> <laughs> apparently it was surprising for some people. So surprising. And like, we have so many trolls and people in the comments just like, just talking shit. Like, I don't even know. Like, no, they're just, like, I get yeah. wet in like two seconds. I'm like, well, congratulations. There's, that, doesn't <laughs> mean, that doesn't mean you're ready for sex in two seconds. Yeah, let me, let me play the clip that got the internet wild. I loved that one. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Danica, how do you feel about your newfound fame on TikTok? I'm really happy that I don't have that much social media. Everyone's like trying to find her, like, who is this? Right. We're all like, poor Danica. She did not yeah, ask still for never this. Know. <laughs> did not. But that's okay. I'm here for it. Okay, let's play this. She's secretly like eating it alive. Like, yes. <laughs> Let me take my Bluetooth out. Cause Wait, good. what's your sign again? Uh, uh, Sagittarius sun, Scorpio moon, Cancer rising. Oh. oh. Okay, so you don't want fame. 
I don't think she does. <laughs> no. Danica yeah, doesn't like, want that. That was never the, the But I do want to share information. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And it was good information that you shared. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the clip. Yeah. Okay, you let's get to the clip. most women generally. Yeah. Yes. Not all women. Let's hear it. Never let's all. hear it. Let's hear it for ourselves. Yeah, I think in general, it's important to remember that women, in order to get fully aroused, take 20 to 40 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it takes Step me it a long time. Jenny. And I have to, yeah. like, focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I can't think about anything else. Yes. Yes. Really Good present. sex takes takes friction, and it takes fantasy. So you yeah. have to be in the headspace. If your head to. is somewhere else, your body is not going to be responding. <laughs> Wait, are you going to play the one that the guy put? Oh, yeah, okay, let's play the I one I thought that one was pretty funny. He was great. He was really funny. And he no! has more, like, look, look at all these stitches right here. Oh, oh my what? god! I didn't I'm even see you. all of those. I don't want to. Wait, don't I didn't know. see. Yeah, I only saw the one. I want to see. They're the all rest. like copying the original guy. Really. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let me play this uh, guy. Important to remember that women, in order to get fully aroused, take twenty to forty minutes. Oh wow. Yeah. This is getting too hard for me. Uh, and I'm googling how to be gay, and it sounds a lot easier. So I'm gonna do that. And he wow. has 3 million views. Yeah, no, you really are becoming TikTok viral. Oh, my God. <laughs> Congratulations. Pivotal. Thank you. Pivotal. I have your cat in my lap, so Aww, if, she, if I'm seen stroking it. things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it's the cat. That last it's the cat. There is a cat. I wore black I jeans last time with the black cat. I was like... <laughs> So Maybe I think weird. it's really okay. important to note here because I kept seeing a bunch of comments where girls are like, really? I'm ready in one minute. And I'm like, just because you're wet doesn't mean that your entire vaginal con- canal is ready to receive. That's what I'm saying. I think people were really thinking like aroused in the terms of like, oh, oh, turned on. Yeah. Like, oh, on. I'm turned on. It's like, okay, we all can get turned on right away. But biologically, our body responds yeah. <laughs> to it in 20 to 40 minutes is what Danica was saying. But people were like, nah, 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 I'm turning gay. Danica, do you care to elaborate? Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about it a little bit in the last episode where you were even saying, is that how I took that eight-inch cock? Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to be 100% to be able to have certain types of sex. You can have oral sex. You can even have some penetrative sex and not be at 100, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. As your right. body continued to get there, you were able to take more and yeah. enjoy more, more. And that's really uh, just it. And also like with people in the timing of like, oh, it took me five minutes. It will take your body less time if you are doing the mental piece first. So right. if you're flirting, if you're teasing, if you're setting the mood, if you're connecting, then yeah, if you're in that space, like I think we've all been there where there's been no touching and there's so much sexual tension, mm-hmm. you feel it, you're wet, you're ready. Right, right. Right. And then you start touching, the rest of those systems kick in a lot faster. So like it's a range for a reason. And right. like if you identify with that number, 20 to 40 minutes, that's great. I'm, I love that it makes people feel normalized. If you don't, then it's not for you. And there's a lot of nuance to these conversations. And so the main thing that I didn't like seeing in those comments was how much shaming there was. There like, was yeah. so much shaming. Yeah. Your your body is broken. Your relationship yes. is broken. People were like, yo, you guys are broken. You don't absolutely like your not. man. It was just so, yeah. absolutely And then someone was like, someone was like, oh yeah. Like I, they were saying how like it takes them this long, whatever, in a marriage. And someone was like, divorce him. Like, no. Just yeah, say, that toxic as fuck. Guys. Like, there was so much shaming, and I just yeah. felt like that was more fucked up than anything. It's the like, okay, you could say, like, hey, I, I don't, like, agree with this. I'm like this. Okay, that's fine, but we shouldn't be like, oh, your vagina's broken, or you your don't get- Your marriage is broken. Yeah. Right, or, yeah, divorce that guy, or whatever. I just feel like yeah. that there's, was so There's enough, enough shame around sex, right. that, like, we don't need to be adding to it, so, like- And the thing is, it's like, it was coming from majority of women. That was so sad. That's what's Mm -hmm. fucked up. It's like, we're already so shamed for being like, wanting to be sexual. Like, why are we going to shame each other now on who's faster at it? Like, it's so weird to me. It it gives me- I'm sorry. It is not a race. (laughs) It gives me- I'm sorry. Like, no, it's- No, if you're trying to- Sorry, one second. If you're trying (laughs) to like say, okay, I'm aroused and ready to go in five minutes and your session ends in 15, honey- that wasn't that great of sex. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. no I mean, maybe it gives me pick me girl vibes. Yes, that's what everyone was saying. It was like, okay, so many pick me girls. I never knew what that term was until oh, yeah. my comment section. And I guess that means just like the pick me girls are like the ones that try to like get attention from guys. They're like, oh, I'm ready for you. Like that kind of 
you know? Congratulations. What mm-hmm. I thought of was like, okay, when you turn your hair straightener on, does that mean it's ready to go? Yes! Oh, good that analogy. That's a good one. Analogy? Like, sure, yeah. you could yeah. use yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think it's important to note, like, your your sexual journey, I, your, the way your body responds sexually to, you know, different people, different situations, it's all going to vary. Mm-hmm. So, like... Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of you if every single time you're getting fully aroused in five minutes. But, like, realistically, does that happen for everybody? Yeah, especially if, like, you're no. a mom. Like, if you got kids, you got a full-time job, you got a busy day. Like, like what that you all just, plays a part. Yeah, I just think not feeling sexy that day. People, right. yeah. people are confusing, again, arousal in the sense of, like, the physical signs of it. Like getting mm-hmm. wet and all of that versus like the actual desire, libido, yeah. those kind yeah, of things. Yeah, and the full yeah. and actually the full physical form of arousal, like we were saying, the like your canal engorgement, blood. Yeah, all of that, <laughs> like that word. all those things. Those take time, but some things will come before that. But yeah, it's just a whole. It's a whole thing. I mean, I've been fully like turned on before, and I, you know, at that point, I was on birth control. I wasn't wet. Like right, mm-hmm. right. Wait, wasn't this a topic? Mm. Were we talking about this? How like, oh, wait, where did I hear this? Where as a girl, you can be turned on, but not wet. Yes, yeah, that happens absolutely. to me a lot. That happens to me a lot. Like I'll be so turned on, but I'm not wet right away. Eventually I do, but I'm not wet instantly as I, when I was younger. Sometimes like, you yeah, know? I'll start watching porn and I'll like, I'm watching and I'm super turned on. But then like, I, you know, go to touch myself and I'm like, oh, I'm not wet. Yeah. Danica, care to. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. You might just be dehydrated that day. <laughs> like, oh, really? Yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Water. I'm chronically part. dehydrated. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> something that I... Well, how can you be chronically dehydrated? I just do not drink water. Oh, okay. I drink coffee. I drink coffee, too. That's, I'm a coffee my person. You got to get that Wawa in, you know. The Wawa. <laughs> That's what I call it. Um, in the mornings, before I even, you know, touch my coffee, I, and I actually, like, I play a little game with myself, like... I turn the coffee machine on, get it ready, and then like as it's heating up, I'm like, I get a full water bottle and just chug, and then you know that's a good, that's smart. Yeah, I should. Do, I just I like brush my ma- teeth, take a sip of water, and then go get coffee. Uh, I don't and even that's like my water. water for the day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I drink water, but I, I don't drink water as much as I should. Yeah. So maybe that's why. That's why I'm dry. I love that. Usually, doms have that. A lot of doms have like they drinking do. water. That's true, and mm-hmm. honestly, um, caretaking. Yeah, daddy doms. That, that's like the one thing that they all focus on is hydration. And actually, I was just thinking about this the other day. Um, A, my doms, we always have, like, a ton of water in the room whenever. It's good for impact play, too, to keep your body hydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always want water after sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's well, what I was thinking water. about. Right. I was hooking up with a guy last week, and um, immediately after we were done, he was like, do you need some water? Here you go. And then afterwards, he was like, go pee. And I'm like, thank you. Oh, he knows. Aww. I know. He's like, so sweet. I thought it was the sweetest thing. Yeah. Aww. He tells you to wow. pee. That's like a dom thing, yeah. Well, I no, know. actually, this guy's—he's not a dom. This is just uh, one of my one of my vanilla uh, partners. Um, but that's I, good caretaking. That I, is, but still, good yeah. Caretaking. That's why that's I was like, say, I see good. a little daddy dom in you, but you know, he—he's never yeah. explored it. Because so one time I was like having sex with a daddy dom, and then I wanted to like get on top, and he's like, "No, you have to ask me to get on top." And I was like, pissed. <laughs> Submission is not for you. No, yeah, I was like, but I mean, I'd be kind of submissive, but not fully submissive. I get that. I get that. Like, I feel like I've, I don't know. I'm just, I'm also just very stubborn, even in my normal day to day. Like, I'm so yeah. stubborn. So I don't really like being told what to do. So in bed, if I want to do something, you're telling me I can't do it. It's going to piss so me you're off. you're a bratty sub. I get that. That's I, what I was hearing. I was like, mm, sounds a little brat like in there. Oh, yeah. I'm a brat. Okay. I love it. Love yeah. it. We're, we're realizing my sexuality here. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Dissecting. <laughs> Wait, so I'm curious. So did we get any good questions? Yeah, we did. Wait, I wanted to play this one TikTok, though, of this woman that responded to our message. And I kind of want to get your guys' thoughts on that. I have not seen other than that one stitch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. First reaction. Let me find it. (laughs) I think in general, it's important to remember that women, in order to get fully aroused, take 20 to 40 minutes. You guys got to go to the comments section in this video. Um, There's a lot of women or girls. I'm not sure. But they say, I'm already ready. I don't need the time. Um, number one, they're not talking about like the time of like the actual act where you're just pounding it. That doesn't last long. Okay. What lasts long is not even the foreplay. The foreplay lasts longer than the actual act. But before the foreplay, there's quality time, your love language, um, 
non-sexual touches, flirting, laughing, enjoying your day together, warming the oven up, right? That's warming the oven up. And when the oven starts to get hot, that's when we get into foreplay and your erogenous zones are touched and stimulated, gets the juices flowing, you're both ready, and then you, 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 you know, and then it makes it so much better because you took the time, you gave your man the time, he gave you his time so that you can be fully pleasured just like they are. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. She gets it. Yeah, she gets she it. She does get that it. That was the point. That was the point, right? It's just yeah. like it's more than just like, okay, I'm instantly turned on. It's like you have to make him kind of work for it a little bit. Like you kind of have to make him like stimulate you a little bit. No, well, let's he, be honest. And also, I feel like this is accurate for men too. Yes. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of just assumptions that men are ready to and don't need anything other than looking at you, which is just not true. Like they also need a little bit of warm up. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, just take your time. Just take your time and have fun. That was the point of that comment is just take your time and have a little bit of fun. And also, and I think we kind of talked about this before, but like, wow, we're already through that bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We just Here, poured all the... No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. Nikki and I were need. both like... Uh, but, well but this first. format, like we're not taking like data and dissecting it and critically analyzing research, which mm. there are plenty of amazing educators out there on TikTok and on social media who can do that for you. We're just having a casual conversation. Mm-hmm. So like this isn't a competition of proving who's right. This isn't even an, a, a right or wrong mm-hmm. topic. It's just the the human experience is really complex. The human sexual experience is really complex. And this is just to kind of help people enjoy themselves and enjoy pleasure and like change how they think about sex from this moral high ground bullshit it's yeah. really annoying. Why do you, like, why do you think that, like, a lot of people in the comments were so, like, I only get wet in five seconds? Like, where do you think that stems from? Like, what's the psychology of that? Because it was a lot of people in there really trying to, like, one you know, up. Make, yeah. One yeah. Up. yeah, everyone was trying to one up each other. It was the weirdest thing. thing. It's an ego thing. It's also the fact that our society really values sex as currency. Mm-hmm. And so to be good at sex, to apparently respond faster is this exchange of social currency and also a little bit of a moral high ground of like I'm better than you you're Mm -hmm. lesser than me I get to feel good about myself Mm -hmm. which again if that is how your body works I am truly happy for you yeah I want everyone to be experiencing pleasure but we it's not a competition for this piece of pie like if you take longer then we just have to look at sex a little bit differently because like we were kind of talking about People might be experiencing chronic pain, have ADHD, have side effects from medications, have disabilities, and Mm. sex has to look different for Mm. you to truly enjoy it. So, like, Mm -hmm. just stop with the competition. It's not worth it. Like, I feel like it's it's a weird thing because it's like all women just trying to be like, I'm I'm ready for these men. It's like, why do we feel like we have to be ready in five seconds for guys? Is this like a misogynistic mindset? Because we think mindset? they're ready in five seconds. Right. Yeah. And they're also not ready in five seconds. Right. Yeah. This is all just Hollywood <laughs> bullshit because we don't actually have sexual education. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I, like uh, one second. If you, sorry. <laughs> like, you know, when you're like watching like a great example, what's that one book that we read that we really liked that and then they made it into movies? The notebook? Tessa and Scott. The notebook. Oh, uh, Tessa's notebook. Uh, after. Yeah, after. Have y'all... <laughs> well, that's a great movie. You know? It is, but it's just so random. Have okay. y'all watched After? No. And like so many... But there is a new season of Outlander. I'm really excited. <gasps> Ooh. But no, it, so in After... It was like many of the sex scenes, it was just like, yeah, Isn't they were... really bad Netflix one? I can't it's on Netflix it's on Netflix Netflix. it is on Netflix okay I didn't watch it I think I saw someone that I watch on YouTube who makes reviews oh probably (laughs) I love watching movie reviews but when they start having sex like it you know it's like you know like a look here a look there and then all of a sudden they're like passionately making out and then he just enters her without any hands being involved and like that's what it reminds me of it's like you know, Hollywood depicts this, like, perfect, like, the penis goes into the vagina without any sort of help. Without any, I, like, putting on a condom. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. Talking about some of that it's stuff like, before. I don't yeah, know about y'all, true. but I, I need, like, at least one hand usually needs to guide the dick in there. Or, yeah. like, it's right. going to be a really fun That's game. true. There's always a hand <laughs> being guided through. Either it's mine or his. <laughs> right. 
I think women want to appear like they're eager and ready for men as a form of like showing that they're interested in the guy and they feel self-conscious if it's going to take their body Mm -hmm. that long to get ready because then it's like, because imagine if a dude took 20 to 40 minutes to get hard for you, you would feel just as self-conscious. So they want to present themselves. penises are not an indicator of sexual attraction. I was going to say, because sometimes, like, there was one time I hooked up with this guy, and, like, in the middle of, like, sex, it went soft. And he was like, sorry, I'm just really tired. So then I had to, like, suck his dick to get it hard again. And I, like, afterwards felt self-conscious. I was like, did you not like it? Is that why? We we did a whole episode. We're egotistical. We think it's about us. And it's not. Most of the time. Right. So we did an episode with Danica about that. Because all the time, yeah, guys can go soft for a variety of reasons. And that doesn't mean that they're not into you or that they're not turned on by you they're just in their head and like the same thing happens to women if you're not readily wet or you know engorged and everything and like ready for sex like it's not because you're not into your dude like your body's just trying to catch up to your mind I really Mm -hmm. like what you said about like if your mind's already there your body's going to catch up quicker because I don't think people realize the magnitude of that Mm -hmm. because all the times that I've entered sex with someone where there was a lot of like dirty talk beforehand mm. and a lot of like kind of that like mental preparation right oh beforehand. yeah when you were sexting each other yeah, you're exactly. like i can't wait to see you yeah. yeah especially if it's like right before you're about to go meet mm-hmm. them like your body is just like niagara falls and ready to go <laughs> and like yes. everything's so it, it's i don't think people realize the mental game necessary for sex to be pleasurable like yeah. you said yeah. fantasy and friction which i think a lot of people misunderstood <laughs> oh let's hear it yeah yeah which, well the fantasy when i'm talking and i don't mean like you have to fantasize about other things a lot of right. people were like thinking of porn they and were stuff so weird about that i was like which, no like, like fantasize a, if that's yeah. what you want beautiful love that for you again most you can't really go wrong in this in this area uh but what i just mean by fantasy it's fantasy and friction because it's a quippy easy thing to remember uh but it just means that your head is in a sexual space whether mm-hmm. that's because you've mm-hmm. been flirting all day long or because you've kind of started or because i think we talked about it in one of our episodes like you're fantasizing of watching yourself having sex like mm-hmm. whatever kind of does it for you mentally you just have to be in a sexual headspace because sex requires context and so mm. getting your head there is important. Yeah. And the friction doesn't literally mean friction. Gene we just mean like gene, denim to denim. We just mean yeah. like there is some touching, there is some stimulation. Friction just God, meets the F requirement. Can I just say, like, people are fucking idiots. I'm sorry. Thank God. you for clarifying that though, because like, I please use lube. Like we don't actually want things to be getting hot and I feel like people they just see like this two second clip and they just like, put it in their own little context. If anything, I just feel like they're projecting some fucking. Insecurity. Oh, they're all projecting. They're all. Pro- That's well, why I, mean, I, I don't trust the comment section because they're all projecting. projecting yeah. yeah, but it also makes me think it. And one of the reasons that like I've been hesitating to engage more in this social media space, especially with mental health, is I think mental health is really, really complex. And we're, Mm -hmm. I think I see a lot of people on TikTok going on and trying to take these really complex, nuanced things and simplify them Mm -hmm. into 60 seconds, Mm -hmm. which is, I think, why we see gaslighting being used and narcissism being used all incorrectly. It's because they've simplified something down so much that they've lost the nuance and then people are identifying with something really simple and it doesn't actually apply to them Mm -hmm. and it's just getting lost in translation. And I mean, that's a much larger conversation of like social media and mental health. But you're completely right because people just kind of tick into their own context and yeah. We want viral things and we want things to like clickbait and all of that. And it's, it's not helpful when these things are really complicated. Right. Uh, Everyone needs to stop taking everything so personally. Wait, I want to see what questions we got. Yeah. We got let, let anything that comes up today be a start of your journey that you should critically think about and just create curiosity. And if it doesn't fit you, that's okay. Just, yeah. Just keep yes. scrolling and be positive. That's what I'm saying. Like, wh- why would you take the time to, like, comment something negative? Anyways, that's a whole other thing. I, just I love move on, move everyone. On. Mm-hmm. All the time when people are like, hey, you know, I really didn't like this episode for this reason. I always tell them, I'm like, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. If you don't resonate with it, you don't. It's not for you. And you. Yeah, it's not for you. That's fine. You don't need to, like, have this, like, response, like, hey, this doesn't work for me. Like, that's wrong. Like, no. doesn't resonate with you. Leave it. Maybe someone else will resonate with it and just go on about your day. Right. Mm-hmm. Someone else will resonate with it. it. It's that's like fine. when you see tarot on TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That tarot oh, pops yes. up. Yes. And they're always, like, 
take what, you know, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. And I'm like, I'm ready to be told exactly what's going on in my life. <laughs> Do I need this to break up with in the internet? No. <laughs> no, but it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, and that's then fucked like, me up too. Cause I remember one time me and my ex-boyfriend broke up and like those tarot cards kept coming up saying like he was going to come back and he did it. <laughs> so take See, it with the when I, read, when I read my own tarot that said break up with him, I did. There you go. Oh. Do your own tarot. And how did that go? How did that work out? Wonderful. Oh. I'm so happy. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Healthy, Love it when that healthy. happens. Okay, let's get into some emails. We got some in here. The first one says praise kink. So I just know <gasps> this is very on brand. Yes, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. We love some praise. It says, praise kink. Hi, I'd like to get the sex therapist could respond to my question. I want to know what's the difference between a praise kink as opposed to just liking when someone gives you compliments in bed. Oh. Mm. Uh, the reality is there isn't a huge difference. And they're Libra, by the way. Oh, if you guys that. care about okay. that. Wow. I know a lot of Libras. Uh, <laughs> I think the difference is like when we use the term kink, that just means that something is sexually out of the norm. Um, so to be honest, liking... Praise and compliments in bed isn't probably that far out of the norm. I think a lot of people use the term kink when if we actually knew what the norm was, mm. we'd realize it maybe technically isn't a kink. Uh, so if you like praise in bed, you can call it a kink. You cannot, as long as you're communicating it to a partner, that's really right. all that matters. What is like you, you have a praise kink, you said. I do. And actually, Danica, I think that's a great response um, because it's true that most people think like, oh, a lot of communication in bed isn't the norm. So to be want to be told like mm -hmm. in bed, like, oh, you're so sexy or like, oh, you're doing so good. I need or, that. Good need job, that. baby girl. Like those things are like not out of the norm. Where I will say probably there's a little bit of a differentiator is if you're using terms like good girl, like mm -hmm. baby, baby girl. girl, those kind of, or like my pet, boy, my, I want to be called good girl in bed. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, I literally oh, brought this up yeah. this past week. <laughs> you really want like, sex you right maybe now. Maybe drop that. You, you ask your boyfriend to call you a uh, good girl in bed? I was like, well, we could maybe get into the praise side. I think yeah. I would really like that. Yeah. <laughs> I got oh, turned I like on that. just thinking about him being like, good girl. I'm like, <gasps> yeah. Well, especially when you're performing and doing something really well. I was like, I want that reassurance. Right. I want yeah. that. I want that attention. I need that I reassurance. Like, I, I've had sex with guys who are like really quiet and I just felt so self-conscious because I'm like, how am I doing? Do I look like, do I make you feel good? Like, I just want, I like need to know like how they're feeling and how my vagina feels. I think that would be the differentiator there. If you're if you're throwing in a little bit of those like kind of more kinky terms like good girl, you know, good boy or like good whatever, or mm -hmm. little whatever, those kind of pet. things. Yeah, mm -hmm. pet or whatever. Those can kind of tie more into the oh. praise kink. Um, but I agree. Like people think that it's not normal to like praise each other in bed. And so Which that's is so weird. Why, yeah. Which I mean, I honestly crazy. do a lot of like dirty talk with my clients of like, getting them to be more vocal in a sexy way that doesn't kind of break the moment. People are more vocal in bed than you would think. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to do like a poll, like how many people are oh, having yeah, like quiet we? sex and then how right. many people are. There's like some people out there because I had an ex-boyfriend who was quiet and it made me feel really weird. This I, guy, need, I need to talk throughout. This guy that I've started hooking up with recently, he's like, it, he's not kinky, but like in bed, like we communicate a lot. We laugh a lot. Aww. in bed like that. we have like the most fun time and like I remember the other or like last time we had sex like we both texted each other after he was like he was like thank you for that because like laughing so much together really like put me in like a really good headspace and I appreciate that and, but like you. yeah but, like, I'm the gonna whole cry time. <laughs> <laughs> he's always crying um can we be careful with those Stan I could hear you like Sorry. jiggling it all Sorry. No, but it's, it's just okay. like, but we talk so much too. Like he'll tell me things like during sex and I will too. But like, there's so much communication more so than I've had with like anyone in a while that like, it's the hottest thing. But yeah, mm -hmm. I've had guys too, where it's like dead silent and you're just kind of sitting there like, Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm going to need to do like a poll on Instagram or something where they tell yeah, us. True. Okay. Like how vocal are you in bed or are you like dead silent? <gasps> yeah, yeah. Let us know. Send it over. Brogotherapy.com. I hope that answered her question though for this, for this sure. Libra. For this Libra. Okay. As next. a fellow Libra, yes, we love Oh, yeah. It was a very balanced answer. That yeah. was a very balanced answer. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Next one is monogamous engaged couple with a kid. And oh. she gave me her Instagram. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> love that. <laughs> I love that. I've been with my fiance for seven years now, and we have a six-year-old son. She Wait. We have a six-year-old son. She's a wonderful partner. Oh, wait. This is a guy. <gasps> oh. Wow. Why were you 
also surprised by that. <laughs> because I never, I never have men. Yes. I love, yes, you know how many men. men I have reach out to me, like telling me your about. Your guys' podcast is like the demographic. For you. A lot of men listen to your show for sure. Yeah, that's we surprising. do. That's why mine's, well, like, mine's broke girl therapy, no? Like guys, like, oh, that's for me. That's you know what I mean? With the pink background and everything. Right, that's like it, they're true. not gonna, you know. We do have a lot of men in, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've been with my fiance for seven years now and we have a six-year-old son. She is a wonderful partner and amazing mother. We've had issues from the beginning of our relationship with my sex drive being tenfold, tenfold higher than hers. I've always been interested in exploring sexually and I'm up for anything, anytime. And she cannot care any less about sex. She'll have it with me, but makes it seem like a chore and won't even masturbate, even though I've bought her a handful of different toys and lubes and scent erotic art and ideas she won't watch porn and will say i'm wait she won't watch porn and will say i'm cheating if i watch it on my own Whew, i don't agree with that okay anyway, it's almost like i feel bad for wanting to be so sexual is it selfish of me to contemplate leaving the relationship or am i in the wrong Oh, God, right. we got a lot, a, lot to unpack. a lot to unpack. He's a Leo and his partner is an Aquarius. I'm that's, Aquarius. That's why. Uh, okay. okay. Danica, okay. let's hear it. So like, to, we, got, we probably Antonio, should have Texas. said this earlier, but like, obviously I'm not any of y'all's therapists. I was just giving some knee-jerk advice here. Right. Um, so what we would call this like technically is desire discrepancy. Um, and so what that is, is when one partner's libido is a lot higher than another's, um, and that's causing some tension or conflict. It sounds, so usually the goal is, and what I think is more common is that difference isn't as different as you would think. So what I would kind of say, or what I would start with would kind of sit down and say like, how often would each of you want to be having sex and what type of sex would you want to be having? Is that mm -hmm. penetrative? Is that oral? Mm -hmm. Is that one-sided? Like get a little creative in, in all of the things that you like to do. Um, but say like about how many times a week, a month, a year, however you want to figure that out. Uh, are you hoping for if that most of the time what couples find is that that number is actually a lot closer than they think. They're like, oh, I would say once a week and oh, I would say two to three times a week. Mm -hmm. And so there we can find a middle ground where we can kind of meet somewhere uh, in the middle. But if you're if you genuinely believe that your sexual drive is 10 times what her is, yeah, I was going to say she doesn't seem sexual or that is a very hard bridge to kind of come across, mm -hmm. um, especially if you have different opinions on if porn is cheating if you're like if she's not allowing you to have like self-stimulation my question would be like kind of coming into this is well what what is the middle ground like what could she give and kind of say okay I'm okay with certain things I'm okay with masturbation just not with porn or certain types of porn a lot of people differentiate between like watching versus in, like engaging or paying mm. a cam girl. Mm. Um, mm. So like talk through some of those details, but I would say if at the end of the day, your sex drives are truly that different and neither one of you is willing to budge. No, I don't think it's wrong to consider if that's a relationship that you want to be in long-term. But as we always talk about on like the double team podcast, like there's alternative relationship styles. It doesn't necessarily have to be make it or divorce, maybe there's something in the middle but this is gonna be a lot of communication i will assume if she doesn't like porn she's probably, probably not gonna be, like an open relationship probably, yeah, yeah but okay. it's something to kind of at least talk about i it sounds to like she carries a lot of shame about sex and mm -hmm. she's not very comfortable with it i i think if you're not comfortable with porn it's because you carry shame and i was gonna say she's probably shameful to even engage in sexual yeah. interaction with and, him and yeah. let alone porn so. and there's discomfort there and if and if there's also shame around masturbation then mm -hmm. i think you're mm -hmm. discomfortable or you're not comfortable with porn so um i think for her maybe it's a good opportunity to like dig deep about like her sex life and everything maybe maybe she they both could you know benefit by going to like a sex therapist yeah, like definitely. yourself and mm -hmm. discuss with them and yeah and figure out that discrepancy but also kind of get to the root of why she carries some, some shame there if she does, or, you know, her views around sex and whatnot, um, because it sounds like he's much more liberated and she's not. Right. From an astrological standpoint, <laughs> Leos are very creative. Aquariuses are not necessarily the most creative sign. I'm um, Aquarius. Hold on, we haven't done your full chart. There's yeah, I know. Like I, think, I think you have some <laughs> other Maybe at aspects. least the big three. Yeah. I'm Aquarius, Aries, Aries. 
Oh, you okay. got that double fire. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're both fixed signs too. So a lot of times once but they But Aquarius are very, very stubborn. Yeah. So they're very about their ways. If they also, really I would be curious where your Venus is. Right. Yeah, Venus. Venus compatibility is a bit of, big one there too. And Mars. Um, but I, I think Leos do tend to have a lot of creativity, a lot of passion, and a lot of fiery energy mm-hmm. um, when it comes to things. And Aquarius... Stubborn. Um, can be a little bit kind of... They're both fixed signs. They're both fixed Um, But I think, you know, fire runs rampant. Um, Fixed air needs structure, right? It's fixed because it's a fixed air sign. Mm -hmm. Needs structure. So she's looking for that structure perhaps. And maybe that means like a regimented way of becoming more sexually liberated together. Exactly. Exactly. I will say as like someone who had a porn addiction. um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, I love that. I love the topic of porn. I love it. I love that clip. As someone who's always felt a lot of shame for the fact that, you know, my, my journey with porn. Was this when you were also masturbating 15 to 20 times a day? Yeah, exactly. No, my journey. I'm jealous, honestly. Has been so weird for me. And it took me eight years to finally figure out that a, okay, to all my women out there who think that watching closer to the mic, sorry, is, um, Oh, sorry. Bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. To all my women who think that, you know, men watching porn means they're cheating on you. It's fantasy. Porn is not real. It's not what sex actually looks like. So, like, He knows that, but she don't know that. No, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I think Danica brought up a good point. It's, like, it's one thing if you're, like, just watching a video of, you know, like, two people fucking... You know, which, A, like, that's how we learned to, how to have sex. Like, how many year, million years ago? When no, actually, there's research, research that shows watching sex is what triggers off a learning center of our brain. Which yes. There's a lot of research around porn that that is taken slightly out of context to go against porn and yeah. create more stigma around porn. Yeah. Yes, it does create, like, in your brain, it uh, fires off those little centers that are associated with learning. But if we understand that there's entertainment and education, yep, we're okay. You're yeah. going to be okay if you watch porn. It's not right. like a detriment to your relationship. Yeah. Necessarily, it is your relationship to it. He's yeah. not going to leave you for Madison Ivy, okay? He's yeah, no, and I and I, I think that's so Jeez, true. Yeah. I mean, but it's like like I get it. Like if you if like if your dude is paying a a cam girl like that's three times a day, that's different. That's different. But if he's just watching two people having sex on, you know, his iPhone screen, that's not cheating. But also, like, you know, when it comes to, like, shame and sex, I would say, you know, dig deep. Like, dig really deep. Like, why? Yeah, she you, needs to, she needs mm-hmm. to, like, a dif- define her relationship with sex. Yeah. Like, like, it sounds like, Their yeah. outlook and, on it is different. Yeah. Like, she has more of, like, a conservative aspect of it. And he's more, like liberated you know yeah. what i mean yeah so, and i will like, say cheating is completely subjective it is. so yeah. like it's your relevant. boundaries may be different than someone else's and mm-hmm. that is okay but i always challenge people to question why those are your boundaries yeah like for some people cheating is you know sending a text or giving your phone number to another like person mm-hmm. right yeah. right mm-hmm. i mean it's emotional for some people it's physical some yeah. people it's emotional some people it's both like you really have to have those tough conversations cheating to me is lying i'd rather you tell me you gave me her number i'd be fine with that that's Same a bit, just don't lie it. to me about it. It's the betrayal, the omission, It's the, the betrayal, yeah. yeah. I'm not monogamous, so maybe I'm not the best <laughs> to discuss this, but I agree. My, I'd, I'd really have to think about, like, I, I agree, breaking boundaries and lying is what uh, cheating yeah. well, is. Well, because even me. in non-monogamy, there is cheating, cheating in absolutely. open relationships. So. Right. Because I'd be fine if you, like, flirt with another girl, but, like, don't lie to me about stuff. That's when I'll be pissed. Yeah. But this girl's obviously different. She has more of a conservative aspect of you know, sex. And that's so. fine, but, like, it does sound like the two of them need to really kind mm-hmm. of open the lines of communication and discuss if mm-hmm. there is a middle ground, like you were saying, Danica, see where they can find some, you know, kind of um, compromise. compromise. Yeah. Because if not, like, I, I know we, we want to think that sex isn't a huge part of our relationship, but it really is. It really is. Um, because sex, like, it's a natural thing for all of us and something that consumes a lot of our mind and a lot of our energy. Um, and it's very hard to channel sexual energy elsewhere. So if they don't start having these conversations, that's just going to keep building until until one point one of them breaks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like even if it's not sex, you should find something that, like, makes each other happy. It's a partnership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should try to, like, make each other happy. And if it's something that you really is just, just, I can't speak because I'm kind of drunk. Yeah. Well, she said it sounds like a chore. So, like, if, right. if it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, it's I like mean, a lot of people have the association that sex is work. 
Yeah. That it's a chore. And of course, that is not going to be an arousing fantasy mindset to be mm-hmm. in if you're treating it like work. And so there might be a lot of exploration that she can do. And really, if she breaks down that association, she might find an amazing sexual person who is like freaking a firecracker in there. That would be my hope is to see if we can kind of undo we need her some on the of those pod. pieces. We need her on the pod. <laughs> All right, do I'm you very want to go drunk. To the next one? See where. Let's do the next one. I like really tipsy. Do we need water? I have water. Okay. <laughs> this one says sex, kinks, and sexuality. Okay, okay. let's hear Love it. Love it. So I thought I was asexual for the longest time because I had never experienced a sexual attraction towards anyone. Fast forward to now, I'm 31, learned I'm demisexual. I've been with my husband for 11 years and our sex life is non existent. We're getting to another one of these. (laughs) I'm learning I'm into soft doms, thanks to TikTok. But when I brought this up to my husband, he was not on board. How can I explore this more? Is there a way to maybe convince him to try, to at least try it? It's the only thing I found that turns me on. Sorry for the novel. I need help, girl. That was not a novel. Did she give us her sign? She's a Taurus. Doms. Okay. So here's the thing with any type Seattle. of kink is we don't, we never want to try to convince someone into what they like or don't like. Uh, you've obviously been with this person for a really long time. And so I would assume if this is a healthy relationship that like they are invested in your pleasure and your enjoyment in your relationship. So it might be more of a conversation of, hey, sex is important to me. I'm learning these things about myself and I want you to come along that journey with me. Do you mind exploring and trying and maybe learning some things about yourself and taking a good pace for both of you, which is going to take a lot of freaking communication, a lot of negotiation, uh, but very likely, we just don't want to like try to, because we can very closely get to like coercion at that point, but we want to get there together. And so I would say have a conversation with your partner of like, I want a sexual relationship with you. This is what I'm learning about me. How do I bring you into that journey? I have a question and I might sound ignorant. What's a demisexual? Okay. I was just thinking the same thing because (laughs) I, here's the thing. I, um, I'm no expert, but <laughs> I think it means you have to have an emotional connection. Okay, I think so it I'm does. A, I'm a demisexual. So here's, here's the thing. Yes, it, okay. Go I want to make sure before I spoke on it. Yes, it means you have to have a yeah. Mini oh, rant is we are developing our language around sex and sexualities and identities, which I love. If labels help you and you connect with them, use them. If they don't, do not stress. You do not have to fit into yeah. a box. As a sex therapist who's had a lot of a lot of education through the years, when I first heard demisexual, I was like, so like people. <laughs> That's true. I was going to say that. So it's like, like very. I, I would honestly say if people actually had the ability to take stock of themselves, we would probably find a majority of people are demisexual, that you need context, connection to be right, a sexual right. person, at but least in like Western. I, I know, I'm kind of weird though. Like I, I have to kind of like you. Or else I just... Yeah, that's normal. This is incredibly common. Uh, I think right now it's because like the language is new that we think it's it's the minority. But to be demisexual, to need a connection before you're actually sexual. I wasn't a good hoe. Yeah, that's incredibly... It's incredibly common. I don't know if it's the norm. I don't know what the stats are on it. But like (laughs) if you need a connection and to actually like that person as a human being before you fuck them, you're normal. How about when you like fall in love? Because I would like easily fall in love before... Well, that we might need to talk about a little bit. Oh, that's me. No, I like the trauma would, response. We might need to understand what, I had the what same you thing. mean by love. <laughs> Seriously, though. Trauma I see, response. <laughs> I see all the time people on Reddit, on the non-monogamous or swingers or polyamorous or subreddit, they're like, well, I'm demisexual, so I really need a connection, so I think we need to go into a little bit more polyamory. But, like, all of us. Yeah, it's Yeah, true. but I'm like, like but we I really, all need. I know, and I'm, like, I'm not going to lie. I hate that term. Um, no offense to anyone that connects with it, but I'm like, I think we all have to, you're not going to fuck someone that you don't like at all or have somewhat well, of a connection. a lot of men Look, there's, there's people, oh. there's a <laughs> lot of, there's, there's a people, lot of, yes. again, context and nuance on top of that same <laughs> There's people. Okay, you know what, maybe, yeah. okay, you're right. Okay, let me say, I, I mean, I've, you know, it's like a one night stand. Like a one night stand, sometimes you can have it, sometimes you can't. You might not connect with the person right away. And I'll get do that. it, but I won't but like, feel good about it. Yeah, it's like you might have a one night stand with like some dude that you really didn't like that much, but like at the time it was very convenient. 
Right? Oh, you're right. Okay. But yeah. then, you but were then, in Vegas and shit. You drunk. Yeah, okay. but that's like 10% of the time. And then like the other 90%, like, yeah, you want more of a connection. Like, that makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fair. All I'm, I'm, uh, all I'm saying is like, I, I think that's very normal. So it's not like, oh, I'm demisexual. I'm so different. No, you're not. I think most people want to have a connection with someone or at least like the person that they're about to have sex with. Mm. Yeah, and I, I agree, Cami. I think majority of the time when, when there's not that connection, it's probably because you just want sex and there's someone in the vicinity. <laughs> yeah, like, there's like, itch. You got a scratch in that guy next and to you. Someone's right there. Capable hands, okay? <laughs> and so, a working penis. But, <laughs> so, but like so many people on, on the subreddits are like, oh, I guess this means I need to be polyamorous. And I'm like, no, you can have you know, a non-monogamous or a swinging type relationship and not necessarily need polyamory in order to to practice that form, like to be non-monogamous and have sex with other people. Okay. So. Yeah. What I, I want to know, I think at the end of the day, this is all like a mix and match. Like all of these things are not mutually exclusive. You can be demisexual and into poly or not into poly. You yeah. can be all of these, you be asexual and still have sex. Like there's are there people that are asexual? Is that really a thing? Yeah. Really? Yes. How's it like to be asexual? I need to get someone who's asexual on. Uh, do you have any clients that are asexual? Well, not also would I put the client on here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's important to know. I actually don't know a lot about asexuality and I've actually wanted to research it more. Um, I think it's important to note that asexual people can still have sex. Yes. Right. Um, it's I, about the attraction and the sexual feelings. Sometimes there's not attracted yeah. to not the fact that you can enjoy the act. Yeah, sometimes it's not always about you know the the normal mm. regular sex you know escalator of you know P to V. Right. So. They could like obviously feel some sort of stimulation. But I will say, whatever, I see but they're not. a lot. This is a trend that I am personally seeing is a lot of women who are thinking they are asexual. And in fact, their partners are just not taking care of their emotional needs. And so they are not attracted to that specific partner. That's huge. Wait, repeat that again. So a lot of women, and I'm, I'm sure this is also happening for men. This is a nice spiral we're click. We're going to do the, the next, like, <laughs> not all. Uh, many, or, okay, some women are experiencing this little phenomenon where they are thinking they're asexual because we now have this language to describe it. But in fact, they are not asexual. They are just not attracted to their partner at the time because that partner is not taking care of their emotional or and or physical needs. That's sad. So what do they, what do you tell them to do? Uh, very often that is the end of that relationship and <laughs> on to the next. Yeah. No, I think it's important. Not like, always, but. Right, right. If you've been it's in a, a relationship a where like move, you have move lost on. your attraction to someone that you had attraction to before mm-hmm. and it is dead to the point where you are thinking you are not a sexual being dead. That's yeah. true. It's like, oh, maybe you need to move on. I think you're making a great point where you say, you know, society nowadays, we are all, you know, and I don't know if we're all as lost as I currently am, <laughs> but like we are all like so- You have like, therapy tomorrow, right? <laughs> I do. My it's therapy, okay. therapy. We all kind of lost. My, thera- my therapy appointment is tomorrow. No, but we are all searching for something to define us so it makes it simpler for us to accept all the bad shit and it's like no you just need to take the time to go through your feelings and explore Mm. yourself and get to know you and love you and not just be like oh that label that's me that's it i'm done i'm you know work is done yeah Yeah. those labels should and can change yeah like just because something feels like it fits right now if that fits for now great if it changes, great, you are just as valid at each yeah. point in time with whatever you are currently identifying with. We are all on a journey of human existence. Like, be kind to yourself. We're all dynamic people, too. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe you think you're asexual and you go through that journey and then you find your sexuality again. And then, or, you know, you think you're a sexual person, but really, you know, you come to find out like you're not as sexual as you think. Whatever that looks like, like, it's okay to, to change and morph between different labels, different things. Like personally, at least for me, like, you know, I was monogamous and then I was non-monogamous and then I was polyamorous and then, but I, but I've figured out more so like which one I identify with more and that could change in the future again too. I don't think I'll ever go back to monogamy, but like 
I think the the oscillation <laughs> right, right, right. between non-monogamy and polyamory is one that I'm very fluid about and very open to changing. Yeah. Um, so I think, like, at least for me, like, I accept that. I think people have a hard time accepting, like, oh, this could change because they want to be a certain thing so that they have, like, a better a better understanding even exactly. though it's so like no know, we're human yeah. beings and also a community but yeah. that also sometimes gets you stuck in a box yeah i saw this beautiful story on um you know that one reddit account or that one tiktok account that you know reads reddit stories yeah i think there's a few um but i saw a story about a man who he thought he was trans so he started his journey in it and then and he was going through a really rough time and I think at the time like he ended up being like homeless or something like that but then you know he he found this one person who got him a job and then he started this job and you know he still wasn't done with the full conversion but that job made him so happy that he like was finally like able to like explore who he actually was and then he learned that he was actually not trans he just needed you know this support and you know this ability to like have the confidence to explore who he was right so that he could find out like what that truly was for himself that's beautiful that so. is beautiful do you know Aww. how i would not have a job if people just behaved as if we were all on this journey oh, yeah, <laughs> and figuring ourselves out and didn't have to have an answer yeah. all the freaking time and just accepted that like there will be waves of our identity. Can't so this just is, fucking up the audio. I'm so this. sorry. I can't stand. I, I'm, done. Like, <laughs> I'm done touching it. I'm done touching it. So sorry. what you're saying, Dina, because this is what's keeping you in business. Yes. Yeah, so, you know what? I would love to be out of business. Please put me out of business. <laughs> Hey, don't say that on podcast. Everything right. I say on my podcast somehow manifests beautifully. <laughs> okay, fair, fair, fair. I would like to keep my income. I do yeah, want to have we, a job. Right, right. We wish Danica abundance and but health. I would just love it. You're an essential was worker. Happy. You're an essential I was, worker. The entire freaking pandemic. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. All right, what's the next we one? We got one more email. Okay. This one is just titled Sex. Love it. That's it. Sex. Hey, girl. What's your sign? Oh, Capricorn. Oh, okay. <laughs> Continue. What's your sign? I'm, I'm a, a cancer, cancer. <laughs> body built like a dancer. <laughs> throw that ass for the camera. Okay. And you a dirty bitch and throw it. Okay. So, hey girl, I recently found the pod, and oh my gosh, I love it. And you. Shout out to you, girl. Oh, to cut too. to the chase, I simply have a question. Is it weird that sometimes I'm extremely sexual and then later on, the same day, maybe, I am just disgusted by everyone and everything. This yeah. is turned off. A disgusted feeling will literally last for days. Oh, I just want to know if it's just me or everyone else goes through this phase. And she's a Capricorn. Uh, I and would, from Houston. Is this a woman or a man? I'm assuming. It's Lots a, of Texas people today. You know, it's a lot of Texas. I'm assuming a she, woman. Yeah. Hey, girl sounds like a very woman. Right. So something to be mindful of is... Uh, Men and women, and I'm talking about sex, not gender, uh, do have different hormonal cycles where men are going to go through a 24-hour cycle where they're more sexual in the morning uh, on average. Um, and by the end, they're a little bit more like cuddly and warm, but also sleepy by night. Mm. Uh, women in general are going to go through about a four-week cycle, 28 days. Um, and I encourage every you know biological woman to kind of assess this in terms of your hormones, of how that fluctuates and how you feel sexually. Um to go through such a shift in a 24-hour period, if you are a woman, to me, sounds a little interesting. Um, and so I would maybe check, one, does it bother you? Because if not, then you're fine. Um, but if it is something that is causing you some distress or you want to have that more accessible to you in the evenings, then I would maybe just check it out with your doctor right. and kind of run some tests and just see where you're at in that. Um, especially if you're on birth control or anything, um, any medications that can definitely come into play. And so... That that intense spike feels a little odd to me, but again, it's not like necessarily it's not a problem. Antidepressants make yes. it. Yes, medications like, are a big factor. Mm. I will also I will also challenge. Is it also perhaps like emotional slash shame? Because and I only say this because I went through a lot of this um, like similar feeling in college, where uh, you know I would have sex with a guy. Um, and I didn't really feel good about it. And while I was like super turned on during the whole thing, immediately after I would be like so disgusted that I would like 
you know, ignore it for days. And then all of a sudden my body would be like ready again. And I'd mm-hmm. be like, I want sex, you know, like I want to masturbate. And then it's like that shame comes up like a little bit after. And then I'm like, Ugh. so I don't know. Cause right. it could be, it could I be don't know. Thing. You're right. There could be yeah. some external factor going yeah. on that so we don't is it know about. Like, you know, is it mental or I think for me, sometimes when I'm just so stressed, like I've mentioned in a previous episode, I'm so stressed. I'm have a lot on my plate. I'm depressed. Maybe like I, I just feel nothing. Like I don't feel sexually aroused by anything, you know? So sometimes it's just like, yeah, it depends on my mental state at that time. Like I'm not in a good place. So nothing really turns me on. So maybe me, some lair. Maybe that could be no, something. No, I agree. I, I think that could be a huge factor, but also it reminds me of something that Danica said in an episode that we did about this or, you know, covering kind of s- something along these lines. Um, you had mentioned how, like, sometimes you just need to remind your body mm-hmm. um, that you want sex. So, a like, responsive mm-hmm. versus spontaneous desire. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, and maybe, like, start touching, start, you know, licking, kissing, biting, whatever. Get, and then your body's going to be like, oh, yeah. I remember you said this. You're like, oh, yeah, I like this. And then you kind of get into that state. Um, but I agree with Cami. It could be a little bit of a shame thing where you're like, oh, I'm so turned on. You masturbate, you go have sex, you take care of that need. And immediately after, you're like, that, I'm disgusting for doing that. I think that mm-hmm. that's kind of like a shame. Yeah. It's kind of like post nut clarity for guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what I thought Not of it too. Sex specific. Yeah. It's like post societal shame. 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 <laughs> Yeah, it could be the shame. It could be your mood. It could be anything that's going on. It's it could be the lunar like, cycle. Um, yeah, yeah, Mercury's yeah. in retrograde. Sex is incredibly varied. So, like, you do have to take stock of a lot of different things that are going right. on. I do, in general, recommend uh, if you are experiencing some type of problem in your sex life, like, start journaling, jotting down notes, like, start mm. kind of accumulating some data. It could really help you see if there is a pattern to why you're responding a certain way or not responding. Uh, which then you might want to bring to a sex therapist to kind of help you decipher some of that stuff. Right. Uh, but it can be really illuminating when you just kind of take stock of what's going on. And I think too, like your uh, menstrual cycle. I'm so yeah. horny during the six days of like around my ovulation period. Right before. Yeah. I'm yeah. so horny Super before gone. my period. The week before, yeah, I'm hungry and I'm fucking horny. Yeah, yeah. During but my it's, luteal phase, ooh. But that's a, right after ovulation, I'm like, could go without sex for a week and right. I wouldn't give a shit. And then right before my period, because usually there's about, right. two, for me, there's about two weeks after my ovulation. So for one week, I'm like, don't care for right. it. Yeah. The next week, I'm like, I need as much dick as right. I can get. Like my, I feel my heartbeat in my vagina. Yeah. Say, yeah. I, I feel I that. I have felt <laughs> that. I have felt that. Oh my God. I'm like, I could feel it pounding. Like yeah. it's like yeah. twitching down there. I really like what you said about journaling because that's exactly where my yeah. mind went to. I'm like, I would write this down so so like get some get an understanding. So then you can look mm-hmm. at the dates and then mm-hmm. like maybe like attach your cycle to it or like lunar cycle if you're into that. It can shit, also be whatever. like work, other stressors, yeah. life right. things. Like it can be a lot, and so don't try to fit again into a box that anyone's trying to fit you into. Again, it's the whole thing of like all these women in the comments, like I'm ready all the time. It's like sometimes you're not, and that's, that's okay. A, I would. That's a freaking lie. That's a lot of those okay. women are lying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. that's okay. It's like there's no shame, and a lot of those men are lying too because we also got that comment. Right. That well, you just posted about some guy was like, "Oh, 20 minutes if it's taking you that long," and I was like. Aren't these the dudes who are like, I can go for hours. I'm going to rock you all night long. And it's like, and you're any, complaining at 20 minutes. Any dude that talks yeah. like that, their dick is whack. Like, yeah. I'm just, just pick a side. Whack. Just tell me. Just tell me, are you going to be a disappointment or not? Dick is whack. <laughs> you're right, though. You're right. Right. It's so true. Yeah. If you're going to go we're just, for We're just changing dude. this narrative to serve you and your ego, and I'm not right. about that. Yeah. Right. If, if it's going to, you know, if you're going to rock us all night long, then why does 20 to 40 minutes matter? That should be the warm up. Right. It is the warm up. <laughs> exactly. I just want to say. I just want to say, and you know, men, this is okay, but like, and, and I, like I said, it really is okay, but y'all really don't last that long. Penetration yeah. shouldn't. It shouldn't yeah. last that long. No, but that's what I'm saying. Sex like, is so much more than penetration, which we've talked about. My, the, yes, my the penetration kinda, pipeline. My boyfriend kind of lasts a long time. Sometimes I'm like, is it? Done. Like oh, sometimes like, you could go for, but like then a you long go into the time. mindset of is there something wrong? Is my pussy not good enough? And it's it's a good. No, pussy. I know he likes it. I don't ever feel that way with him. It's just like he masturbates a lot, so like I, I think that he's just that. like his tolerance is higher, and I'm just like tired a lot. <laughs> well, no, like you know, and I I have no idea Which what maybe it, he can not masturbate like, like a couple of days. That's before. what I told, Yeah, I tell him mm-hmm. like not to masturbate if I'm coming. Do a little over bit of a cleanse, right? 
Yeah. Right, because then he'll I be love quicker. masturbation cleanses for both men and women, just to kind of. That's true. I should probably do if that. he masturbates a lot, he'll go actually. on forever. I've been is, doing a lot of cleanses, um, apparently. <laughs> um, no, but change but, but this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying, men. Y'all really don't last that long, but that's okay because uh, ideally, like saying and like we've said see, several now you times. just got another viral clip with men you're gonna say like <laughs> yeah, i lost I 30 minutes of yeah, but i'm just saying like just embrace it okay and use your tongue and your fingers and a vibrator a lot okay i had and, an mm-hmm. i had an ex who like would come within five seconds every time he was it would just he would come so fast premature ejaculation Why, we talked and, about that and he, he told well, me he's like it's because it. i like started masturbating at a, a later age but i don't know if i believe no. that what's no what's the reason why it's just it's okay if you're dick sensitive. Yeah, so there could be a sensitivity thing. Um, I would recommend some uh, masturbatory homeworks and edging for him so that he can learn his body and kind of yeah, learn how to Yeah, I feel like he didn't know how out. to edge. But it's a lot of that is anxiety and anticipation in our body are not well differentiated. Mm-hmm. So he's just getting too excited, which we love. That's great. Also, he again, we talked that. about this last time. Men could be multi-orgasmic. If right. you can learn not to ejaculate... It doesn't so matter. He just didn't. He wasn't comfortable with his body yet, or didn't understand. Maybe he was just getting too excited. Which I also you can learn to chill out. Yeah, love the every comments. time though. Every time. Did y'all see the comments mm-hmm. when what? men were like, you know, like that's false. You can't, you know. <laughs> yes. Not ejaculate when you. Come. And all the other men who right. was like, yeah, I ghost nut all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like ghost nutting, and I'm like, that is my new favorite term. I yeah, I like that term. <laughs> I know that comment section was so varied too in that one. So yeah, it was like half yeah. and half. Some men well, were we like- Well, we talked about this. Yeah. Well, we're like a lot, the thing that went viral was a lot of, to be frank, maybe a little bit of misogyny because mm-hmm. when we were talking about men, it was a lot of positivity. It was a lot of- right. I didn't know this. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Thank you for sharing that like men have emotions. And I was like, yes, we love this. And then we talk about women and we get- a shit ton so, of hate right yeah. shit ton of hate They're like no i'm and again, ready right away not news <laughs> that you. women take a minute to warm up yeah like this was not mind-blowing information that i yeah. shared it was not and there was someone that commented were like why is everyone offended by something that's not offensive who you are there's not nothing about that was so offensive but everyone was so offended if, yeah, if another girl takes 20 to 40 minutes and you take 5 to 10. These are Who all cares? great numbers. I love that for everyone. Doesn't affect you. Who Why cares? not to be a fan and claps? Do you want a cookie, Paula? I mean, like, come Paula. on. Paula. <laughs> I say Paula. The new Karen. Um, <laughs> I like these questions, though, and I like that, you know, yeah. I like that. I like that we're starting conversations around sex. This is what we we. This is what do. we do. Yeah, yeah this, this is, what, is we what we do. And yeah. Yeah. sex. I honestly thought I was redundant, and thank you all for proving that I need to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> We want Danica to have wealth and abundance in right. her career to help <laughs> to educate. Better God, I just want you all to have educate. amazing sex and orgasms. That's all I want yeah. for all of you. Yes. Thank you, mommy. That's it. <laughs> her sub I side is coming out. Her sub I side. I kind of like the mommy. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Danica's secretly a dominatrix. I want to I honestly thought I could be a switch. Oh, I think I, you could. I, think I feel I like Danica could be a switch for sure. I, I usually lean submissive, but I'm debating. I get switchy no, bitch, vibes you're from switch. you. Switch. I, as a sub, all I get are dom vibes from oh, you. Oh, I love so. this. I'm going to say yeah. no. I'm doing more. I'm going to do more exploration because even right. as a sex therapist, yes. I still have room to grow. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. How about me? My dom or sub vibes? You I'm switch. getting a lot of sub. I'm, yeah, a switch I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting that bratty sub though. I'm a bratty. That's what sub I was going to say. Sure. I get bratty sub from you. I'm a bratty sub because I don't feel like I like being like super dominant in bed necessarily but like i feel like you just laugh too much (laughs) and i just feel like yeah there's like some things like i'd be okay with but also be a brat about something like no yeah maybe that's why i think you're a switch as a sub like i can see a sub subby side right i'm definitely a but i might be confusing the brattiness with the switch okay maybe yeah i think i'm a yeah i'm a bratty sub i love Mm -hmm. this for me yeah. I think you want to be won over at the end. That's why I feel like that. Yeah. Part. Yeah. Like you yeah. want to, you want to put up a fight. I want to put up a fight, but I don't but really want to be dominant. You want like someone I, to pro- I want to be taken care of, but I want to put up a fight. Yeah. You want someone to prove their dominance to you. Right. Oh my mm-hmm. God. That's exactly what it is. Like I, I want to like fucking test you and see how like you show. Well, there is a difference between being like a bratty sub or just, you know, being a bratty occasionally. Yeah. So being a brat or being bratty every now and then. Yeah. I'm a no, bratty sub for the, sure. the reason I know that is because in the in the beginning of my BDSM journey, I was the type of sub that was like, 
you got to prove your dominance to me before I Yeah, I feel like I want to, like, I want to see it, like, you work for it. Yeah, so I would, I would want them to, I would be bratty to kind of, like, egg them on to see that dominance come out. I, like, I want to see them, like, get upset, like, even, like, outside of the bedroom, like, unfortunately, my toxic trait is, like, I would, like, do things to, like, piss him off just to see how he reacts. Yeah. yeah, That's like classic bratty. Right. Uh, Yeah. I was going to say, if you're pissing them off, let me let, let, let me let you know that I broke that rule. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And Did so you I, say don't touch the glass? <laughs> <laughs> no. Ever since I was younger, I was always like just very stubborn, go with like the way that I want to do things, but also like I'm a people pleaser too. Like I'm such a people pleaser. So I could see that being like a bratty sub really, because Switch is like, I don't feel like I'm so dominant, but I don't feel like I'm so submissive. Like I feel like mm-hmm. I'm, bratty sub is kind of like the, what I feel I identify more I think with. you should explore it more. Awesome yeah. yeah. But yeah. But also, I love how, like, casual this was. Because this is what I like. I like us talking about sex like it's a normal fucking thing. That's what yeah. we do. Because it is. Can I curse? Yeah, yeah I probably already oh, did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're way late in that. <laughs> Wait, no, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Fuck. I Shit, cunt. sorry. I know. I love when I was, like, editing our episode, you would say freaking all the time. I'm like, she could say fuck. <laughs> But you're like, I fucking I I can't take it. Yeah, but last time I had wine and this time I had a cocktail. Oh, that's Uh, that's true. Okay, well, wait. That one, the second email said she's into soft doms. And what's a soft dom? I mean, I'm not like an expert in kink, you know, I I explore it in my own pace, but like, what is a soft dom? I think what she means by soft dominance is like there's a level. I honestly is it closer to a daddy dom? That's what I was okay. Say. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it, there's a level of care to it too. Mm. So like instead of like a, a master dom or um, you know something like that. Oh, it's a okay. Bit so that's what she meant by gentle. soft. Yeah, yeah, more gentle, more mm, more caregiver. caretaking. Oh, yeah. And honestly, okay. I think actually I meant to say this during that response, but I didn't. So we can just kind of backtrack a little bit there. Um, but if it really can be a journey when one of you is into kind of these BDSM things and the other isn't. We've had someone on our show who, you know, they had a relationship like that as well. And they found a compromise. It's taken like five, six years for them to like really get into the swing of things, but they found it together. And the key is there is patience and just like taking it step by step as to what they're comfortable with. So maybe you'd like being choked, you know, and then really cared for after, which I'm really into. So like, Ask them if they're willing to like do a, a, you know, a little bit of that and then, you know, focus on the aftercare that you like kind of that dominance or, you know, if you like some form of impact, if you like some form of like degradation, like explore those things little by little at an almost glacial mm-hmm. pace, um, you know, but just communicate to that. And then as they grow more comfortable in it, you might find that they find That's that dominant right. side. Right. I love so. that. But also a, a point to that yeah. is the person has to be willing to meet you halfway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Always. Communication. Absolutely. Yeah. What I'm finding is a lot of America doesn't communicate enough. No. Yes, oh, are you kidding me? And you know what no. I'm communicating? I so need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You have to oh, I was like, okay, let's end how, this. I didn't know if we were wrapping up. Right. We're wrapping we're up. not. Because I, I was thinking the same oh thing. God. I was like, I have to fucking piss. Okay. Be kind. I'm your guest. I'm going All right. Plug yourselves, twins, double team. At double team podcast on um, IG and <laughs> really? TikTok. And then at double teamed pod on Twitter and Reddit. And find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Double Team Podcast with Cammy and Nikki. Love it. Thank you. And then follow. Oh, wait, Danica. Oh, I don't have anything to plug. No, but I'm like, how can people find you if they want you to be their but therapist? If you're in New York and you're looking for a therapist who specializes in sex, I also do like general stuff too. Uh, then I, uh, Danica Mitchell, LCSW, you can just Google me. And plenty of you have already found my personal stuff. So really? I trust <laughs> that you can figure it out. <laughs> We lost a lot of new followers. I'm okay with that. Oh my God, I love that. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, over to brokotherapy.com. Send some more questions. I have a contact sheet. Send some more. We have to pee. Love you guys. <laughs> Thank you for having us we today. To what do I do with this cat? Okay, I'm sorry, little one. Broke girl therapy. 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 
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.